you cruising through life not always knowing what direction you were headed? Let Live On Purpose with Dr. Paul Jenkins be your guide. Live On Purpose will give you insights into your life and show you how you can become the driver and captain of it. No more aimless wandering. By learning the principles that govern happiness and wealth, you will be able to make personal progress that you have only dreamed possible. And now, here's your host, the shrink who expands your life, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Live On Purpose Radio. This is the podcast version of Live On Purpose, our inaugural show today. We're going to be having a great discussion here with a personal friend of mine, a business partner, a fellow coach, Mr. Ross Moore. Hey, everybody. This is Ross. Glad to have you with me here today, Ross. I'm so excited to have this particular episode of this show. Uh, this has been a long time in coming to put together a program that we can use to help you to live on purpose. And that's the express purpose of this show, to give you a way to fill up your mind, turn your brain on, get it going the right direction so that you can live on purpose and really create and live the life that you love. That's our objective. And we're glad that you have subscribed to this podcast. We hope that you share this with other people. And I hope that you find value in it. A little later in the show today, I'm going to tell you some ways that you can participate uh, in this show and, and either come on as a guest or to share ideas and topics or ask questions. There's a lot of ways that we can do that. Even though this is not a live show, we'll give you an opportunity to participate. So I'll get to that a little bit later in the show. Well, Ross, I want to introduce the topic here during this first segment today. Thoughts? become things. What does that trigger for your mind, Ross, when I say that? You know, this is an idea that took me a long time to really get. Um, several years ago, for the first time, I read uh, the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. And the first time I read it, um, there was a lot of good stuff in it that I felt like I, I latched onto, but I really didn't get the idea that thoughts are things and that thoughts become things that it just mm-hmm. it seemed mm-hmm. kind of voodooish to me i didn't i didn't kind of hokey. I, you know i didn't well i didn't it just didn't make any sense it didn't resonate with me in a way that that was helpful um and then you know i read it a couple of more times and and then i saw the movie the secret and mm-hmm. that for the first time introduced to me the idea that that our thoughts literally are waves of energy and that as we think, we are literally sending out signals. And those signals that we send out um, also have an impact upon our, go from our conscious mind to our subconscious mind. And that's something that I talk about a lot in, in the mm-hmm. coaching that I do with Creation Tree Coaching, um, that as we begin to choose our thoughts carefully, choose the thoughts that we really love, that really are meaningful to us, that begins to make a big impression on your subconscious mind. And the power of your subconscious mind controls everything that's expressed through your body. So I, this is a long way of saying when we think about things, they eventually express themselves through our body and they become our results in life. And they literally become things. Our thoughts themselves are things, but the thoughts that we dwell on and that we hold on to literally become our results in life and literally manifest themselves as things around us. 
That's right. It, it, Ross, think about it this way. You look around yourself. Here we are in this, this podcasting studio, and uh, I want to acknowledge that we don't have the acoustic tiles up, and you're going to hear some of the echoing <laughs> because of that. Uh, this is a work in progress, but you know what? This didn't exist quite recently. Right. And it existed first as a thought. And, and you look at the other things. There's a microphone in front of you. There's a table here. There are walls. There's lights. And none of these things ever existed in the physical world until they first existed in someone's mind. And that thought is the germinal uh, element. The it's very the seed, first right? thing. The seed. The, the thing that starts everything off is a thought. And everything in your world started first as a thought. So for all of you listeners out there, I want you to consider that, that uh, the, the headphones that you're wearing or the computer that you're looking at or the, uh, the car that you're sitting in, any of those things first existed as a thought. And that's the basis of our show today because I think if you understand how powerful your thoughts are, and that they are literally the first step in a creative process that will eventually manifest wonderful, great things in your life. And then if you can take control of those thoughts, start to live on purpose and steer those thoughts in the direction that you want them to go, some phenomenal things can start happening. And that's, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. Uh, like you, you know, the first time I read that thing, I was thinking, wow, this is, this is something. <laughs> it's know? off the wall a little bit, yeah. But uh, to put some context around that, you know, Napoleon Hill spent a couple of decades, 20 years as I recall, yeah. doing some research and studying some of the greatest producers, some of the greatest, most successful people of his time, and including the man who commissioned him to do the study, and that was Andrew Carnegie. What a fabulous, uh, productive member of our human race yeah. uh, he was. But there were, there were so many others that Napoleon Hill studied. And, and this book, Think and Grow Rich, is a manifestation of, of all of these things that he learned about these successful people. And that's what he starts with. That they, they had a definite major purpose. And that they realized this concept that we're talking about today. That thoughts... Thoughts are things, for one thing, and they become things because that's the first step in a creative process. So it's a, it's a fascinating topic to me. You know, I've spent, I've spent several decades now studying psychology and, and the human mind, and uh, this is something that has really started to gel for me really well over the past year or two. As I've, I've seen how this works. So we can do a lot of examples for that too. A lot of people, you pick up the book, Think and Grow Rich. What is it that you're trying to manifest in your life if you're buying a book with that kind of a title? Usually it's money. Yeah. Well, and that's something a lot of people are thinking about. They don't know how to make money happen in their life. When they get their thoughts squared away, then that's not a really big challenge. But what, how else can we manifest this? What about our relationships? What about our mental health? Okay, that's one of my personal favorites, you know, being a shrink. <laughs> that's one, uh, 
People don't realize what kind of control they have over these things if they will just take control of their thoughts. We could even do a little experiment. And this is a very simple experiment, but what would happen if, if we were to start talking about and encouraging people to think about something very sad, <laughs> Some, something very, very sad, <laughs> Ross is already looking sad. What would happen if we started doing that? Think about it. If you, if you put your mind, if you put your focus and, and you start to dwell on those kinds of things, what will begin to manifest in your life? Well, you start off with bodily reactions, right? Like I, I grew up in, in the theater in Los Angeles, right? Okay. And, and mm-hmm. it's, it's often considered the mark of a good actor, right? Somebody who can sort of cry, physically cry, actual tear production on cue, right? And they yeah. teach you lots of different tricks on how to do that. But the first one they teach you is think about like the saddest moment of your life, you know? Mm-hmm. Think about something that really makes you sad in that moment. And if you can feel it, your body will produce tears, right? And you can give a very dramatic performance. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just demonstrates that as we choose our thoughts, we absolutely will get reactions from our physiology and from the world around us that, that absolutely controls the results that we achieve in this life. Mm-hmm. You know, as you mentioned that, I, I think it's important to remember a little bit about how your brain works. And some people are going to think, remember, I never knew how my brain works. <laughs> but there's, there's some important things that you can, very simple things that you can understand about your brain that will make a big difference. And one of those is you've got this thing called the limbic system. And the limbic system is a very reactive part of your brain that doesn't do any thinking. It's part of your subconscious mind. And this limbic system has a very predictable response to stimuli that it, that it receives. And it can't tell the difference between something that is real and something that is perceived. It literally cannot tell the difference. And quite frankly, it doesn't care either. That's not its role. So when you tell your limbic system and other parts of your mind, and we can talk a little bit, I think maybe in the next segment, we'll pick up some discussion about the subconscious versus the conscious mind. Yeah. Because the subconscious is going to believe and accept whatever you give it. And so if if you imagine or think about these things that are sad, for example, it's going to believe and accept that you're sad. And then it will start sending all of these messages to your body. And that's how you can get yourself to cry. Well, isn't the opposite true as well? That if you were to think about something that's very happy. Or here's a good one. In fact, this is powerful, folks. Put this in your toolbox and use it today. Think about things that you're grateful for. That's right. Gratitude is a powerful, powerful trigger for positive emotions. And if you, in fact, if you don't want to listen to the commercials here in just a minute, take a minute and jot down five things that you're grateful for during the commercial break. See what kind of a difference it makes in how you feel right now today. And it will make a difference, I guarantee. As soon as you start to bring those things into your mind and focus on those, it begins to manifest certain things in your life. Well, if this is true of how you feel, what if we could start using that same technology? We could call it a technology, I guess. Sure, why not? What if we use that same technology 
to figure out how you're going to bring some wealth into your life, to figure out how you're going to attract a relationship into your life. And, and you might think, well, I'm already married. Okay, great. Do you like the marriage you have? Is it the relationship you want? Is that, I had a guy in my office just today, and I said, you need a new marriage. You know, and some people confuse that with you need a new spouse. Right, you need a new person. That's not what I'm saying. That's right. I'm saying you need a new marriage. You want a new marriage. You need a new relationship. Go make it better. Make a new one. Create a new one. And the only way you're going to do that is to get it in your mind first, to get a picture, a mental image of what it is that you want to create. Hold that firmly in your mind. Start to think about it. Start to focus on it and create the the marriage the life the relationships that you want in your life it's a powerful powerful process we're going to break now for just a few minutes to let our sponsors speak and you could be a sponsor on this show too i'll tell you more about that later on stay with us we'll be right back Relishing a week with your sweetheart in paradise. Spending that same week with other like-minded couples who live in abundance. Increasing your knowledge through powerful seminars geared toward helping you take your marriage to a new level. This is only a fraction of the value waiting for you on this year's Marital Magic Couples Cruise. Producer Retreats has teamed up with Dr. Paul and Craig Rollo to set the theme for this year's cruise as a more perfect union. Join us on January 26, 2008, as we visit the beautiful Eastern Caribbean Islands aboard Royal Caribbean's Freedom of the Seas. Call 1-800-591-2432 to select your package and book your spot. You can get more details at ProducerRetreats.com. Limited cabins are available for this event, so book today by calling 1-800-591-2432. We'll see you on board. If you are anything like me, that pile of books that you want to read is growing faster than the pile you have finished. When I recently completed Abundant Reading Systems course, I added a skill that now allows me to read much more rapidly and efficiently. I'm so excited about the potential that this brings to people that I am teaming up with Abundant Reading Systems to bring you an all-new single-day intensive speed reading workshop on Saturday, September 8th. In this intensive one-day workshop, we will teach you the principles behind effective reading and give you some techniques to begin applying those principles immediately. You can even apply your tuition toward the six-week course if you want to go farther. Register by calling 801-221-0223 or by clicking the events link at drpaul.org. That's 801-221-0223. When you dream, dream big, as big as the ocean. When you dream, it might come true. And welcome back to Live on Purpose. I told you at the beginning of the program today that there's some ways that you can get involved with this program. I'm going to give you the, the easiest way right now. Send me an email, Dr. Paul, Dr. Paul at liveonpurposeradio.com. That's drpaul 
at liveonpurposeradio.com. And if you have an idea for a topic, if you have a question you'd like me to answer on this podcast, if you would like to participate and have a uh, proposal for um, something you'd like to talk about and actually be a guest here on Live On Purpose Radio, I'd be happy to entertain some of those ideas and to, to get back with you to address your questions on the air. Uh, just let me know. Send me an email. That's the best way right now to to get involved. And if you live, um, well, our listeners live all over the place, Ross, all over the world. Actually, we just did a teleseminar. We had people calling in from Sydney, Australia, and Saskatchewan, right. and all kinds of places. I think we had a, a registrant up in uh, Stockholm, Sweden. That's right. Um, our listeners are literally all over the world, and we hope that you uh, spread this podcast around, too. We have the capability of bringing you on as a guest, even if you live outside of the, the Wasatch Front. We're broadcasting here from, from Orem, Utah, and uh, we have a phone line set up that we can bring you in as a guest on the telephone, so there's a lot of neat things that we can do. I just thought I'd give a, a little instruction there on what we could do. Let's... Um, Let's move along with this topic, Ross, as we, as we talk about how thoughts become things and how your thoughts are the first step in a creative process that eventually manifests in something physical in your world, I think it's helpful to understand how the mind works. And I, I have appreciated the way Bob Proctor talks about this. Now, Ross, you've been trained through Bob Proctor's program, and, and uh, you're a certified Bob Proctor coach, That's life right. success coach, is that right? That's right. Uh, well, maybe this is a good time for me to defer to you then. Would you uh, talk about the image of the mind, the way Bob Proctor presents it? Can well, absolutely. It? Um, you know, one of the most important and powerful things that I've learned through my study of, of the mind and the power of human potential is the idea that we think in pictures. The way that we perceive the world is, is in pictures. So if I say, you know, think of your house or your apartment, then a picture of your house or your apartment flashes on the screen of your mind. If I say, think of your, your spouse or your child, uh, a picture of their face flashes on the screen of your mind. But if I say, think of your mind, mm-hmm. what flashes on the screen of your mind? Well, for most people, they'll, they'll say, the brain, right? They, if they get any image at all, it's usually some picture of the brain. It's gray matter, right? It's yeah. with all the little wrinkles and divots, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing. Our brain isn't really our mind. Most people mm-hmm. um, have the idea that, that we are spiritual beings who live in a body. We get really mm-hmm. focused on our, our bodies because that's the part we see and that's the part we deal with the most on a day-to-day basis. But, but really, we... We have a body, but we're not a body, right? We, we have a spirit that lives in this body. And most people believe that, that when you die, your spirit goes on to a, a better world. Mm-hmm. And if you think that your spirit can leave your body and that your spirit's still capable of thinking, well, then that suggests that, that our ability to think is not tied solely to our brain. I think of the brain as a tool that the mind uses. That's right. So the brain doesn't do the thinking. And, and Bob has this funny little thing that he says about, we know this because we got Albert Einstein's brain in a jar down in New Jersey. That's right. And it's not doing anybody any good because Albert's not with it. That's right. He's uh, moved on. Right. <laughs> There's his brain right there. And, and the brain is a tool, and it can be used by the mind. 
to do thinking and to do some processing. I've studied a lot of neuropsychology and and just you know enough to figure out how the brain physiologically functions. Yeah. And that's helpful information, just like it's helpful to have an owner's manual for a brand new power saw. Right. If you know how this thing works, then you're much more likely to use it appropriately <laughs> and right. to use it safely, right? Uh, so it's good to understand how the brain works, but the brain isn't the mind. I like that distinction, Ross, and I'm glad that you brought that up. The mind is something that is is driving or is operating the brain. It's movement, really. That's right. Well, and and you know the first laws of of creation, right? The the order in which things work is two steps. The first one is order, okay, mm. and the second one is movement, okay. okay. If, um, and and so what I'd like to do is is teach our listeners a a provide a picture. Of our mind, right? A, a sort of graphic illustration. Now we're, we're, we're talking radio and podcasting here, so I'm going to have to try to describe it. But I'd suggest that you draw this out on a piece of paper and really think about this. Now it's going to look kind of simple as you draw it out, um, but this is pretty profound. This, I, this graphic illustration of the mind was created by Dr. Thurman Fleet back in the 1930s because he wanted to help treat people holistically like treat the whole person and not just symptoms right so he figured we needed an image of the mind so he drew this big circle and then a little line below it connecting to a smaller circle um, with some arms and legs sticking out of that right so you got a big circular head and a smaller circular body with arms and legs sticking out and he says let this represent the mind we'll let the upper the the upper head part represent the mind and the lower part represent the body right understanding that all of this together is the mind. Like our mind is literally our spirit plus our body and our ability to think. And he says, draw a line across the middle of that head vertically, right? From ear to ear. And so you have a top half of the head and you have a lower half of the head. And then you've got that round body part. And he says that top part of the head, uh, call it your conscious mind. Now your Mm -hmm. conscious mind is your thinking mind, right? It's the part of you that you use to originate a brand new thought or it's the part of you that you use to accept or reject ideas that come to you from the outside world um this is the awareness right the conscious mind is aware and it's observing and it's seeing and it's feeling and touching and it's interacting with the world and it's aware of what's going on so when you say that you're consciously aware of something what you mean is you're you're tuned into it that's right you're paying attention you know it and you know that you know it Right. So the top part is your conscious mind. That's your thinking mind. The, the lower part of the mind um, is your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind is your feeling mind. It's, it's your emotional mind. It, the language of your subconscious mind is emotion. It's feeling, okay? Um, and your subconscious mind ha- has some extraordinary powers. Not only does it operate all the backroom functions of keeping your body alive, right? It, without you having to consciously think about it, keeps your breathing going. It keeps your heart beating and your blood, blood pumping mm-hmm. um, and, and, and all of that stuff. But it's also the repository of all of your core values, of your, your paradigms and, and everything that has been impressed upon you with any degree of meaning and importance 
emotionally, mm. right, has been recorded in that subconscious mind. That's where it resides. That's right. <laughs> and that functions really like a, a thermostat in a room, right, or, or the autopilot on an airplane in that it keeps the room a certain temperature. If it gets too hot in the room, it, re- it registers the deviation and it kicks on the air conditioning. Or if it gets too cold, mm. it registers the deviation from the set objective, right, of mm-hmm. 70 degrees or whatever, and it kicks on the heater. Um, your subconscious mind is the, is the very same way. We, we get a new idea. We form and conceptualize an idea in our conscious mind. But in order to have that idea affect our behaviors, it's got to get through the subconscious mind. Okay, your subconscious mind controls your body. It controls mm-hmm. your behaviors. So if you, if you have a new idea that you want to all of a sudden make more money or you all of a sudden want to be uh, more healthy and fit and do some athletic event or you want to recreate the marriage you have with your current spouse, right? Mm-hmm. For that to come across in your behaviors consistently over time, you've really got to change the programming that has gotten into the core values that it's registered in your subconscious mind. And I've learned some really cool ways about how to begin mm-hmm. to do that. I think we'll talk about some of those as we get into the, to the last part of the show today. Um, as you were talking, Ross, I was thinking about the subconscious is really a lot like a template. It's like just the format that everything's following. You, you used the example of a, a thermostat. You know, this is the regulator. And you set it at a certain point, and it's just going to try to keep things in that That's right. sort of a parameter and, uh, and make any adjustments that are necessary to bring it into what the instruction is. The whole purpose of your subconscious mind really is to keep you operating in a way that you're comfortable with. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, so it, your, your subconscious mind is two things. It is loyal to you, right? It, you have picked up all kinds of programming over the course of your life, and it has tried to help you um, live a safe and effective life according to what it thinks you want mm-hmm. that you've experienced over the course of your life. But it's also lazy, Meaning it doesn't like to change real easy. It doesn't, once it's established a groove, it likes to stick with it. And so if you want to begin to have new results in your life, you have to begin to reprogram that subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. That's right. Reprogramming is really what what our business is all about. Coaching. Uh, And if if you've ever wondered what is coaching all about, it's just that. It's how do you reprogram your brain? How do you get yourself to think in a different way in order to manifest different results in your life? And it's absolutely possible. And when you understand how this mind of yours works, it gives you so much more control to live on purpose and to, to actually create what it is that you want. That's right. Uh, you mentioned that the uh, subconscious is really based in feeling, and I agree with that. I think the language of the subconscious mind is your emotions. Whereas the language of your conscious mind is whatever language you grew up speaking. That's right. Thoughts and, and pictures, right? Pictures mm-hmm. and the language that you grew and up with. And the pictures, right. Yeah. And, and it doesn't mean that, that you're right. It just means that that's what you're used to. That's right. You know, whatever you've programmed into your mind. And I used an example uh, last night on our Think and Grow Rich call. Or two nights ago. Two nights ago. It doesn't matter. This is a podcast. We don't know when you're listening to this. (laughs) But uh, we did one a couple of nights ago. And I used the example of um, sunglasses. When you first put on sunglasses, everything looks dark. And after you've had them on for a while, maybe a couple of hours, pretty soon everything's starting to look normal to you. 
through those lenses. And then when you take them off, it all looks weird again. <laughs> it's really bright. But you can get used to that too. The way that you're thinking seems normal to you just because you're used to it, not because it's right. Stick with us. We're going to take another commercial break. We'll be right back. Relishing a week with your sweetheart in paradise. Spending that same week with other like-minded couples who live in abundance. Increasing your knowledge through powerful seminars geared toward helping you take your marriage to a new level. This is only a fraction of the value waiting for you on this year's Marital Magic Couples Cruise. Producer Retreats has teamed up with Dr. Paul and Craig Rollo to set the theme for this year's cruise as a more perfect union. Join us on January 26, 2008 as we visit the beautiful Eastern Caribbean Islands aboard Royal Caribbean's Freedom of the Seas. Call 1-800-591-2432 to select your package and book your spot. You can get more details at ProducerRetreats.com. Limited cabins are available for this event, so book today by calling 1-800-591-2432. We'll see you on board. If you are anything like me, that pile of books that you want to read is growing faster than the pile you have finished. When I recently completed Abundant Reading Systems course, I added a skill that now allows me to read much more rapidly and efficiently. I'm so excited about the potential that this brings to people that I am teaming up with Abundant Reading Systems to bring you an all-new single-day intensive speed reading workshop on Saturday, September 8th. In this intensive one-day workshop, we will teach you the principles behind effective reading and give you some techniques to begin applying those principles immediately. You can even apply your tuition toward the six-week course if you want to go farther. Register by calling 801-221-0223 or by clicking the events link at drpaul.org. That's 801-221-0223. Welcome back to Live on Purpose. Those of you who are our more astute listeners, those of you who really have your brain on probably just noticed something, and that is that the commercials we played on this last commercial break were exactly the same commercials that we played on the first break, and they're exactly the same ones you're going to hear on the next break. Now, that's because we only have two commercials so far. <laughs> we're a startup show. <laughs> got to work with what you got. But you know what? That Marital Magic Cruise... I got to tell you, that is just a fantastic experience, and I am so much looking forward to that. I would love to have as many of you as possible join us on board that ship, and I don't know when you're listening to this, to this broadcast, this podcast, there you go. Uh, but we've got a registration deadline coming up on September 15th, 2007. Um, if you're listening to this sometime in 2009, then you'll have to check my website, <laughs> For the current events, and that's drpaul.org, go to the events page, and you, you can also look at producerretreats.com, and that's a 
that's the company that we are collaborating with to put on these kinds of events. And it's just a fantastic opportunity to get yourself a new marriage. You know, keep your spouse, get a new marriage. <laughs> that's a, I like that's it. That's a good way to look at it. I like it think? a lot. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but here's the other thing. If you would like to advertise your business on Live On Purpose... We're putting together some fee schedules and things like that. You're catching us at the startup, so it's probably going to be a little more, what shall we say, affordable? That's right. At this point. Although, as our listener base grows, the power of those spots is going to increase. So send me an email, drpaul at liveonpurposeradio.com, and uh, we can get you some information and, and talk about what it would take to get your ad onto this show. We'd love to do that. So I'm looking for other sponsors as well. Now, Ross, in the last uh, section, we got onto this stick man concept. And you know what? Over the past several months, I think every time I have you in my office, you <laughs> get up to the whiteboard and you start drawing this little stick dude. And you know what? I've started doing it too. Sweet. It's rubbing off on me. And you and I were both present as we listened to Leslie Householder. That's right. She's the author of The Jackrabbit Factor. And folks, if you haven't read The Jackrabbit Factor, go get a copy of this book. You yeah, you're visit, really missing out if you haven't read it yet. And you can visit Leslie's website, thoughtsalive.com, and she can get you hooked in with even an electronic version of the book if you'd prefer that. But uh, go support Leslie and what she's doing. Leslie, if you're listening, kudos to you. You're just doing some awesome things there. But uh, she shared this same thing when we went out and... Uh, and listened to her at Thanksgiving Point recently uh, about the stick man concept and how much of a, an impact that made in her life. And Ross, during the break, you and I were talking a little bit about why that's the case. You mentioned a natural law, and I want you to share that with the listeners. Would you just kind of talk about that? How the natural law of manifestation means that the thoughts... Well, you, you talk about it. Sure, I'm, no I'm problem. I'm stealing your thunder. Go ahead. I mean, what I said uh, was that sort of the first two principles of the creative universe, right? The, the first is order. You know, in the scriptures, you find it says that, that God's house is a house of order. and the, But the second principle is movement. And if I've heard it said that if you have order but no movement, then you don't accomplish anything. Right, but if you have movement without order, you're really wasting your time because you're you're shooting your creative ability all over the place with no sort of mm. defined purpose. That's or chaos, mission. really. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. So here's the thing: the the idea behind this stick man concept, you know, this big head and this little smaller body, um, is that it gives you a sense of order. It gives you an orderly image of how your mind works. Okay, so so far we've talked about the the top half of your mind being your conscious mind, your thinking mind, where you originate or you accept or reject ideas, and the lower part being your subconscious mind, which is your thinking or your feeling mind, which really controls all of your body, and it's the repository of your your thoughts and your emotion, well, your, your emotions and your your core values and your paradigms. Now, here's the thing: any thought that you originate or accept or reject in your conscious mind, in order to get that to express in new behavior and a new result in your life, you've got to get that firmly ensconced, 
programmed into your subconscious mind. Because if your subconscious mind is trying to do one thing and your conscious mind is trying to do another thing, guess who wins? Right? Mm-hmm. People, the, the subconscious is always going to, to call the shots. The subconscious mind has its hands on the steering wheel of your body and your mm-hmm. behavior and your, your vibration, like Bob Proctor likes to say. But the conscious mind can instruct the subconscious that's right. mind. So that, that's the rub right there. It is loyal, but it is also lazy, right? So here's the thing. If you want to change your results in life, whatever it is, if it, like, you know, like we said before, if it's, if it's new health and fitness, right? Um, because you're tired of, of being a couch potato and all of the crummy stuff that goes along with that. Or if you want to get a new relationship with the same spouse. Or if you want to make more money and live more abundantly so that you can bless more people with the talents that you've been given. right? Then what you have to do is you have to get a new idea in your conscious mind. And you've got to get that new idea into your subconscious mind. So that the power that's capable of running your breathing and your, and, and, and your heartbeat... And, all, and firing all your muscles in the right sequence for anything you want to physically do, if you can get that power behind that new idea, then it will automatically, that idea will begin to express itself in your behavior by law. It can't be any other way. So if you want new results, you have to have new behavior. And to get new behavior, you have to get new feelings. And to get new feelings, you have to get new thoughts. Mm -hmm. So as you begin to take conscious control of where you allow your thoughts to, to, to hold on to the the thoughts that you hold on to and that you, you persist with, right? Automatically by law express themselves in your behavior and results. That's a powerful concept. This is also a very basic concept that you'll learn in any introductory psychology class but they won't say it exactly that way. That's right. It's, it's something that they call the cognitive triad. At least that's what they called it when I was in graduate school, which, which has to do with your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions, and how those three things are interrelated. And they all affect the others. Each one will affect the other too. So, and, and I think the reason for this, Ross, is that we have a feedback loop. And this is one of the fundamental errors that people make in their thinking. And that is they observe the results in their life. And then they conclude, or they start to think that they are a certain way because, well, look at these results. That's right. And then they have feelings about that. So they're having a hard time paying the bills, for example. They see, they see a bounced check they, or something like that. And they start to think, oh, I'm in financial trouble. I'm failing. I'm poor. Yeah. Whatever it is, you know, they have these thoughts. Well, those thoughts come packed with emotion. That's right. Oh, and that's terrible. That's awful. You know, and they start belly aching and complaining about the thought that they're having. Well, guess what manifests more in their life? The thing that they were thinking about. They get more of the same. That's right. The more you worry about not having enough money, the more not having enough money you're going to have in your life. The more you focus on, I wish I could lose some weight. The more I wish I could lose some weight you're going to have in your life. That's right. The more reason you're going to have to lose some weight. This is all the stuff that manifests 
And Ross, you had a great example of this too, because you have changed your image of yourself to where now you are this elite athlete. <laughs> well, that's taking it a little far, but <laughs> but for, but for me, it's a big change, right? Closer I mean, to that than it used to be. It's a lot. It's infinitely closer to that than, <laughs> than right. it used to be. I mean, I grew up, you know, uh, as as the child of sort of short and stocky parents and figured, you know, that's what the way my DNA was and that's who I was always going to be. Mm-hmm. And um, very recently I've decided to build a new image. And I think maybe in the next segment we can talk about how you begin to reprogram your subconscious mind to get those new results. And that's about building an image and, and infusing it with lots of emotion. And I'll tell you about how I did that um, with my health and fitness and the changes it's made for me. Okay. Well, and... I think, I think that that particular element, if you don't take anything else from this show today, just realize that whatever you're observing in your life is a direct result of some creative process that has occurred. It starts with a thought, and those thoughts come at several different levels in your mind. The conscious mind, the subconscious mind. And the image that you form in your subconscious mind is what's going to shape your world because you're, that's what's running, that's, as you said earlier, Ross, that's, it's your subconscious that has its hands on the steering wheel. That's right. And it's going to take you wherever it's programmed to take you. So if that's to poverty, well, it's going to automatically adjust things in your world to make sure you keep going that direction. If that's the view you have of yourself. If you see yourself as a failure, then your subconscious is going to be driving that direction. As often as it can. Now, this might seem overly simplistic, but I can't tell you how powerful... I guess I could tell you. Go right ahead. You guys all subscribed on purpose, so I can tell you, right? That's right. It's... it's, This is the most interesting thing in the world to me because it's so simple and yet so powerful that the image you have of yourself is who you become. That, That is the bottom line. It gives a whole different meaning to the idea of, of having God's image in your countenance. Oh, yeah. That's an interesting thought. You know, if, if you're putting your attention on the highest form of existence that we know of, right? God and, and his existence, and you, and you understand that you are the creator's child, if you begin to relate yourself to that image, then you start moving much closer towards becoming that image. Mm-hmm. Or whatever image you have. Yeah. But get get really intentional about what it is that you want. You know, and this is, this is a tricky question. Sometimes I'll ask people in my office, what do you want? And then they, they go on and on and on about what they don't want. Everybody can tell you about what they don't want. <laughs> right. Well, what do you, a couple, for example, they're in there and I'd say, well, what do you want? Well, I just don't want him to be so critical anymore. Well, that wasn't my question. (laughs) Get clear about what you want, form that image in your mind, and then get busy creating it. That's right. We've got one more segment coming up. Stick with us. Listen to the same commercial. you are anything like me, that pile of books that you want to read is growing faster than the pile you have finished. When I recently completed Abundant Reading Systems course, I added a skill that now allows me to read much more rapidly and efficiently. 
I'm so excited about the potential that this brings to people that I am teaming up with Abundant Reading Systems to bring you an all-new single-day intensive speed reading workshop on Saturday, September 8th. In this intensive one-day workshop, we will teach you the principles behind effective reading and give you some techniques to begin applying those principles immediately. You can even apply your tuition toward the six-week course if you want to go farther. Register by calling 801-221-0223 or by clicking the events link at drpaul.org. That's 801-221-0223. Relishing a week with your sweetheart in paradise. Spending that same week with other like-minded couples who live in abundance. Increasing your knowledge through powerful seminars geared toward helping you take your marriage to a new level. This is only a fraction of the value waiting for you on this year's Marital Magic Couples Cruise. Producer Retreats has teamed up with Dr. Paul and Craig Rollo to set the theme for this year's cruise as a more perfect union. Join us on January 26, 2008, as we visit the beautiful Eastern Caribbean Islands aboard Royal Caribbean's Freedom of the Seas. Call 1-800-591-2432 to select your package and book your spot. You can get more details at ProducerRetreats.com. Limited cabins are available for this event, so book today by calling 1-800-591-2432. We'll see you on board. very nice that's so soothing oh oh yeah live on purpose oh yeah live on purpose we kind of randomly select our bumper music so every once in a while we just get kind of lulled away it's so nice don't listen to that while driving yeah all right back on purpose everybody we've got one more segment in today's show one thing about this show that you can count on unless Unless we change it. That's right. And that is that it's going to be about an hour. We're going to keep it to about an hour and uh, pack a lot of value into that hour. If we do a longer show or have a special guest of some kind that we want to take a little more time with, I'll try to give you a heads up to that on the blog so that you understand uh, what's coming. But we want you to know kind of what to expect. So we're, we're throwing out a format there today that... Uh, uh, we're going to try for a while and see how it goes. Feel free to give us some feedback. If you like what you're hearing, I want you to do two things. I want you to send me an email and tell me so that we know. If you don't like it, send me an email and tell me too. Dr. Paul at liveonpurposeradio.com. And the other thing that I want you to do if you like this show is to share it with your friends. I want this thing to spread around as far and as wide as possible. Let's get people tuned in to the principles that will help them to create and live the life that they love. There are far too many people out there living in captivity. And I have a personal mission to end as much as that of that as possible. So if you'll help me with that, I'll just greatly appreciate it. And uh, I'll even mention your name on the podcast if you, you know, let me know who you are. Woo-hoo. <laughs> we'll give you a little birthday shout. I don't know. Awesome. We can do some fun things. Get you on the phone. The canvas is wide open. It sure is. 
Well, Ross, I wanted to talk to you during this last segment for just a minute about something you suggested earlier. In order to see something different in your life, in your results, we got to back up a little ways. That's right. Okay, we got to back up. First realize that whatever is there is being created. It doesn't just happen. It's there because of some reason. And it's being continuously created. That's right. It's a continual process. So to create something different, as you had pointed out so skillfully oh, thank you. in the previous segment, is that you start with your thought. Okay, You become intentional about what it is that you're thinking. What if you were to focus more on what you want instead of what you don't want? Okay, now there's a good starting point. I gave you a good example earlier today, too, about uh, gratitude. And I don't know if any of you took the opportunity during those, those very nicely crafted commercials, I must say. They're lovely. Uh, during that time to actually jot down some, some gratitude stuff. Jot down two or three things, five things, 50 things that you're grateful for. You know what? If you do five and that feels good, guess what happens if you do 50? It feels even better. It feels even better. What you're doing is you're reprogramming your brain, you're, and you're getting to that subconscious level, and that's the next step. To reprogram your, uh, your mind, you start with the thought, then you go to the feeling. You infuse it with feeling, and then that begins to manifest in your life, and you will begin to see different results, which will actually help you to continue to think differently. That's right. You start to get feedback immediately. And it has, it has the same process, whether it's, uh, whether it's positive or negative. And so uh, just keep that in mind as you... Uh, we're thrown off by a telephone ringing in here. We don't even know how that happened. Somebody's trying to call the show. All right. We have callers already. Yes. That's great. <laughs> we can just unplug that, you guys, if you want to. Ross, you wanted to... I, I, I mentioned that you've been through a bit of a transformation, and you wanted to share a few things about how this process works. Right. When I, when I explain the stickman concept to people, I say, you know, wouldn't it be great if you could take your ideas and use those to you know, reprogram your subconscious mind so that all that power is working for you instead of against you. And everybody invariably goes, yeah. And I say, well, how do you do it? And everyone says, I haven't got a clue. If I did, you know, <laughs> would I be experiencing the results I am? Um, the answer is no. So here's, here's the way you do it. it it's, it's short and sweet, um, but it requires some practice. You've got to build a new idea in your conscious mind. And you've got to build that image, right? Because we think in pictures and what we want to impress upon our subconscious mind is a picture. Did you like the way I said that? Picture. Uh, a picture. if that was some Canadian I don't, kind that, of That a... was weird. I don't know where that came from. Hmm. Um, a picture, because I listen to Bob so much and he's got that Canadian accent. That's what I was thinking. That <laughs> might be it. Um, you've got to build a picture and make it crystal clear of what it is that you want, what it is the result that you're looking for. And then you, you get emotionally involved with that idea. You make the picture crystal clear and you fall in love with the picture because the emotions mm. that your subconscious mind react to the strongest, any guesses? They are mm. love and gratitude on one side mm -hmm. and fear and terror on the other. Right, mm -hmm. because your subconscious mind is loyal to you, and it's trying to keep you safe, and it responds very positively to to love and gratitude, um, because that's what it likes, that's what it wants. But as a default, in its efforts to keep you safe, right, 
uh, it responds very, very strongly to fear and terror and dread, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's trying to keep you alive and happy and well. So here's the thing. You build an image of what you want and you make it as clear as you can. You literally see yourself in the picture, but not as if you're looking at the picture and seeing yourself. See the picture from your own eyes, right? Um, as if you are seeing it as it is, you know, looking at it through your own eyes. And then and then think and hold on to all the reasons why, why you want that and why it's powerful for you and, and why it makes you feel joy and gratitude and love. And think about that over and over and over again, a hundred or a thousand times a day, right? But particularly when you first wake up in the morning and when you first, you know, when you lie down to go to sleep at night, um, if you will begin to do that, you build that new image and you hold on to it time after time after time with lots of positive emotion, that image will begin to become the dominating operating procedure of your subconscious mind. And it, it, it's going to run into some conflict with your old programming, right? Um, and there's a whole deal I can teach about how your subconscious mind tries to freak you out before it'll let you really change what it is that's going on. Mm-hmm. But the terror barrier, the terror barrier, we may do another episode on that. It's, it's worth its own show, frankly. Okay. But here's the thing. You build that image crystal clear. You infuse it with emotion. And that makes a huge impression on your subconscious mind. And as that programming builds in your subconscious mind, it begins by law automatically to express itself through your behavior, through the vibration of your body, if you want to put it that way. And it begins to change the way you interact with the world around you and you get the results that you want because you are, the universe and your subconscious mind brings to you, attracts to you, and helps you create what it is you're focusing on, what it is you're getting into your subconscious mind. So, so for me, you know, I realized that I had spent uh, my whole life, you know, and, and I'm only in my early 30s, so it's not that big a long deal, but um, as, you know, I just didn't think that athletics and being healthy and fit and, and eating right and all those sorts of things were, were my thing. And I decided I had enough of that. And so I, I built a new image of me as an athletic participant. And I decided to do triathlons with my wife. And so I started with a little one. And I started working up to it. And as I built a new image and felt all the reasons why I wanted to do it and how victorious it would be and how much I would love the new me and, and uh, you know, at a better weight and stronger and healthier and not tired all the time. My, go- my goodness, the, my subconscious mind said, oh, Oh, that's what you mm. want? Well, aye, aye, Captain. You know, I mean, okay. we, we, we can give you that. We didn't know that's what you wanted, but if that's what you want, sure. Why didn't you say so? And all of a sudden, I had lost 50 pounds. And I went from a little tiny triathlon, right, to uh, just a couple of months later doing a half Ironman, which, you know, if, if you don't know what that is, it's, it's a 1.2-mile swim, open water, um, 100, and I'm sorry, a 56-mile bike, and a 13-mile run, and I accomplished the thing in eight hours and 23 minutes, having a couple of minute, a couple of months before been a, a relative couch potato. Mm-hmm. You're, or a fathead, as you used to Yeah, that's, I went from a fathead to a fithead, right? Because I, <laughs> I had the thoughts With of... reference a, to the mind? I had the thoughts of a, of a heavy, uh, you know, couch potato person. Mm-hmm. And when I changed it to the thoughts of, and, of a, the thoughts and the feelings of an athletic person... Well, then my body started to respond as a matter of law. And it was amazing how rapidly the capacity to do what I had imaged, 
what I had imagined came to me. It came extraordinarily fast because I got it into my subconscious mind that that's what I really wanted. And it said, you can absolutely have that. You just have to let us know, right? Mm -hmm. That's a great story. And what a powerful example of what, what we can actually accomplish. I would love for some of our listeners to share their stories too. Send us an email. We'd be happy to share those and, and get them out so other people can, can see what's going on in your life. Um, Ross, I want before we close the show today, I want people to know how they can get a hold of you. You and I have formed a company called Creation Tree Coaching. And there's a website. Absolutely. CreationTreeCoaching.com. That's right. Is that the best way to get a hold of you if people want to get in touch with Ross more? Absolutely. Um, My email address is ross at creationtreecoaching.com, spelled just the way it sounds. Mm -hmm. Um, The office number for me is 801-770-2547. And we have all kinds of cool stuff going on. Um, We've got teleconference-style classes um, that range in price all the way from the, the free Think and Grow Rich calls all the way up to some amazingly powerful um, materials and classes. And that, a packaged seminar. That's right. Really where you, you, get, you get a package that you get to listen to Bob Proctor and other people at home in your car on CDs and on MP3 players mm-hmm. uh, with great workbooks. And then we, we coach you um, over the phone. And, of course, we also do sort of live in-person stuff. Um, and we've got all kinds of cool activities that you're hearing about mm-hmm. in these commercials. Um, one of the things that we have going on, though, is we're starting Creation Tree Fitness. And we're building mastermind groups around the idea of health and fitness. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Paul, your wife, Vicki, is involved in that with my wife, Jen. And, right. and they are creating some real value for each other. Some neat stuff happening. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. So well, Ross, find out I, more. I sure appreciate your joining me here on Live on Purpose today. This has been a fun conversation. Thanks. I've had a good time. And our inaugural, our inaugural episode of Live on Purpose Radio, which is now coming at you in a podcast. Woo-hoo. So spread the word. We want everybody to get involved who is interested in creating and living the life that they love. Join us again. We're going to post another episode in about a week. I've got some great guests lined up, some great topics coming. Stay tuned. This is Live on Purpose. Have a great one.